Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on the everything that's imaginable to bet on this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win division and championship features now. Head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign bonuses. BetOnline, your online sports experts. All right, guys, welcome to another Pit Panther Rants and our Sports Rants podcast. Vlad Harris, your host, brought to you by Armchair Media and sponsored by the folks at betaline.ag and Manscaped. All right, guys, it's hump day. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a podcast in this week, so I'm going to probably cram us all in on one thing. Oh. College football is back. Um... Pitt kicked off against Austin P on Saturday, as we all saw. Um, we had a stress-free Saturday as Pitt took care of business. This wasn't like you know last year where we threw Nick Patty against the uh, division, you know, on a one double A team, and sweated for the entire afternoon. Pitt came in, took care of business. That's that. They wasted no time, took no prisoners, all that happy crap. I mean, it was a great day, and Pitt is now 1-0, and they go to Syracuse this week. They play Syracuse this weekend. Um, as far as the game goes, I think, you know, one thing I was looking at when I was watching was Kenny Pickett. I saw he was 14-20 for 277 yards, he, you know, some touchdown passes. Look at the game I watched. He looked really good. And, you know, I watched, um, I checked out some other, uh, you, know, anal, anal, you know, analysis on Kenny as well. And it looks like, um, just for myself in the game itself, it, you know, he, he looked everything that um, a, you know, a senior player, you know, senior quarterback should, should look. I mean, one person in particular, um, you, you could follow him at, at chilling, chilling with Deke. He gave his whole anal, analysis on it, and he said, you know, Pickett, uh, his game was underrated because he was 14-20, but he had three drops. And basically, he just, he, you know, he was a lot more confident. He got, he got the block there quick. And it just seemed like he, he looked a little, you know, he didn't look like the timid player, like, you know, who just, he looked like he didn't progress much. He just looked a lot better, a lot more confident. He was getting, you know, oh, no, I mean, he played really well. I mean, it is just Austin P, but it's good to see that he actually 
you know, you had, you know, was able not to break a sweat against this team. I mean, he was out, he was out by halftime pretty much. And then we we got the we got the younger guys reps. Now we didn't have Taysier Mack or Rashard Weaver, but as far as receivers go, I mean, it looks like we're pretty deep in receiver and tight end. We got tons of tons of talent. I mean, we got we got a lot of guys with speed at wide receiver. I mean, we have, we got guys who pretty much can. You know, take your pick, get the ball warm, and they're going to do something with it. It looks like the it looks like a running back. It's going to be by committee because, you know, AJ Davis, Vincent Davis, Daniel Carter, Israel Israel Bacanada, they all split the, the carries. Izzy, as they call him, they said supposedly he's the he's the best back talent talent wise. But, you know, these guys all look good against Austin P. But what they will say is, look at the backs. They ran with a lot more confidence in terms of finding the holes and, you know, field vision. They just looked a lot better. I mean, they, they ran more confidence, but another another game tells another story. And, I mean, there's not much to, you know, defensively, I mean, there's not much to talk about because Rashad was out due to, supposedly due to COVID. I'm not sure how that is. Supposedly he was in positive one day and then the next few days. But the defense looked like they didn't miss a beat. But looking at the rest of the, you know, rest of the uh, ACC, I mean, Miami took care of UAB, which is a good win for them because UAB is one of those teams that will creep up on you. Clemson took care of Wake Forest with no problem. Uh, Duke, Notre Dame lost to, you know, Notre Dame beats Duke twenty seven thirteen. I thought I thought Duke would, would upset them, but. I'm always wrong. Syracuse, North Carolina. North Carolina, they won this one 31 6. Don't let the score um, deceive you too much. North Carolina need 21, you know, score 21 points in the fourth quarter to, to pull away. Syracuse doesn't look all that impressive, and you know, Pitt's got them next week, and we'll get to that. Florida State lost to Georgia Tech 16 13. Mike Norville's first game doesn't look too good. I think uh, Florida State's going to have some growing pains. You know, I don't think they're back just yet. Louisville knocks off Western Kentucky, and of course Pitt knocks off Austin P. As far as the you know the rest of the you know college football world, be, you know, not too much else. I mean, uh, West Virginia knocks off Eastern Kentucky despite the suspending you know a good bit of players. <laughs> I think, like, I think they had 10 guys suspended or something like that for violations. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Kansas State lost to Arkansas State. That's a notable upset, 35-31. Texas Tech beats Houston Baptist, 35-33, which is odd because Houston Baptist is like a really small school, and Christ, they took them to the – Houston Baptist took them to the end. Uh, Kansas uh, lost to Coastal Carolina, so more embarrassment for Kansas as always. And that was pretty much it. I mean, there's <clears throat> there was no other games going on, nothing too crazy. But as for week three, I mean, we're not going to see the SEC play till the end of September. Like, I think nine twenty six is when they kick off this year. You know, as far as the you know, the Big Ten supposedly is going to restart pretty soon. You know, back supposedly in October they're going to restart. You know, they're going to finally get what they want. Um, and now the Pac-12 is going to follow suit. So 
not sure how this all is going to work out as far as the playoffs go. If, you know, I mean, did they include the? I mean, if the Pac-12 comes back, you have to include both these guys in the playoff. You know, in this whole playoff system because it just wouldn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm sure they'll work, they'll all work something out. I think the Big Ten talked about playing an eight-game schedule, and if it, if they're shortening their schedules, then maybe it all lines up together. Who knows? But as far as week three goes for Pitt. They got Syracuse, and right now Pitt's opening as a 22-point favorite. Over under is 50 points. I don't know. I think I like the under in this one. I think they're gonna. Yeah, I like the under in this one. I definitely like the under 50 on this one. Um, we'll know more about Pitt in this game because we'll see how they play against Syracuse. Pitt tends to let Syracuse hang around a good bit. It always happens. I mean, that's what happens when you have a rival, a rival like Syracuse. These rivalry games are a big deal. I mean, this is a huge rivalry, and, you know, you can't always count out Syracuse. But if Pitt, um, you know, comes in, kicks ass, takes names, doesn't let them hang around, beats them without, beats them without any issue, I think, you know, we may be a little bit surprised here. We may, you know, be like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. Now... This may be a different pit team than we thought. But then again, we'll just say, well, it's, it's just Syracuse. Boston College has Duke. Hard to say who I like in this one. I'd, I'd probably go with Duke because they have a game under their belt. But uh, maybe Jeff Halfley will have something, something cooking up for them. Who knows? South Florida has their name this week, and I think... Um, Notre Dame pulled away in the second half, and they're a 26-point favorite in this one. Probably go to Notre Dame in this one. I think they'll win. But I don't know if they'll cover that 26. So that 26 seems too much, and South Florida tends to, you know, those AAC teams usually give, us, give them trouble. North Carolina is a 30-point favorite over Charlotte. Charlotte is a horrible football program, so they should win that with no problem. They'll probably cover that 30, I bet, too. Uh, Central Florida and Georgia Tech. Uh, Tech looked really good last week. I mean, they for playing against uh, you know Florida State. I mean, Jeff Simmons had a hell of a game last week. I mean, he was the workhorse. I mean, he had almost three yards passing, and he had he had sixty four yards rushing. I mean, I think um, this is Central Florida's first game. I don't know if Central Florida still held a hell of a program. So I think Georgia Tech may get a little bit humbled here. Uh, down with Clemson, pretty easy game there. Clemson wins that one. Miami Louisville, this should be a really good one. You got Mikael Cunningham versus De'Ara King, who is the transfer from Houston. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. Um, it's a 6:30 p.m. Central, 7:30 Eastern time kickoff. Probably your probably your game of the week. It's on ABC. I would definitely check that one out. Wake Forest plays NC State. I, eh, I go with Wake. I, nah, I go with NC State probably. This, this is going to be a tough one. It's almost like a pick them. And Virginia, Virginia Tech's postponed, so you're not going to see that game. In the Big 12, there's not much going on. I mean, you have Houston playing Baylor, and you got Tulsa playing Oklahoma State. That's about it for that. I mean, it's if you look at the entire football FBS 1AA, I mean, you got a bunch of games postponed. Cincinnati's got Austin P, and I'm sure they'll you know they'll take care of them pretty easily. 
Um, scroll through here. Oh, there's nothing really. I mean, at least there's college football, though. Marshall and Appalachian State. That should be a good one. Appalachian State's ranked. But look at the rest of the slate here for this week. I mean, there's really nothing, nothing much to go with. I mean, it's a pretty, right now, it's, it's not much of a slate, really. I mean, it just, I mean, I was able to scroll throughout the whole thing with no problem. Oh, well, guys, let's roll into some other stuff. Um, the NFL kicked off on Sunday as well. And it was a, you know, it kicked off, you know, with the uh, the Patriots and the, um, not the Patriots, shoot, uh, the Chiefs and the Texans. It's going to be a long season for Bill O'Brien and the Texans. I mean, they looked good in their first drive, but it was just downhill from there. And, well, it's just not going to work. So, not when you see New, New, New Hopkins uh, catch 14 passes. For over 100 yards, but look at the uh, you know the, you know the games that went on. I mean, I watched the Saints and the uh, the Buccaneers, and there's gonna be some growing pains with the Bucks because it's a team that they're trying to break in that team. And Brady looked so so, but that that line didn't seem all that great. You know, Detroit Lions. I mean, they lost the Bears. I mean, Mitch Trubisky threw three touchdowns and. That's a game the Lions really should have won, and I think you know, you know, in terms of Matt Patricia, I'm not sure what you do with him. I think if anything, he's going to be pretty much um, on the hot seat. Bills be the crappy Jets team. Packers put you know beat the Vikings in the high scoring. So Aaron Rodgers obviously had a hell you know four TDs. He had a hell of a game. Eagles lost to the Skins. That was a surprising one. I mean, um, they sacked Carson once eight times, and they rallied for for a win. I'm not, you know, it was looking good at first, and they just you know pulled away. The Browns got hammered by the Ravens three to six, and Lamar Jackson obviously hasn't missed a beat. But I mean, this Cleveland team. I mean, they're going to live or die by Baker Mayfield and. Now, as you all know, Baker, he said he was going to kneel, kneel for the National Anthem. He decided before the um, this game that he was going to stand, and he stated why. I think, if anything, Baker's agent was probably in his ear, probably saying, yeah, you probably should stand because if you start taking these type of stances, and on top of that, nobody really likes you, and you're not really that good on top of it. Nobody's really going to sign you when your contract is up, or if you're looking for more money, you're not going to get it. So you probably might want to stand and, you know, not ruffle some feathers. And I guess um, to me, that's what I feel would happen here. <laughs> I don't think he's good enough really to take a stance. And if his contract goes up, nobody's gonna really going to sign him or whatever. The Cardinals look really good against the 49ers. I think... Um, a Nuke is a, was a big thing and for Kyler Murray because he has another target. And, of course, you got Fitzgerald as well. I mean, he's always going to be reliable. 
watching the Steelers on Monday night, I was pretty impressed with Big Ben. I mean, early there, early there was some, uh, you know, there was some rust, but by the um, by the first half was over. I mean, the guy was on our level. I mean, he threw three touchdown passes, all all three TDs to JJ Schuster, who you know I've given, I get, I'm, I'm one of those people who gives him a hard time on social media, but he came to play last night. He looked really polished. I mean, those were all the receivers. I mean. Receivers the Steelers got. I mean, they got a lot of talent. Defensively, they looked they looked, you know, like a bat out of hell. The running game, not so much. Um, well, Benny still had a hell of a game. The offensive line isn't all that great, but James Conner got hurt again, and he just really, you know, he was supposed to be the workhorse, and he just, um, I don't know, he just didn't, you know. He was out there. He was trying. It just it just didn't look good, and he got hurt again. And, and that's that. And now we're not sure what his status is. And you know he's a hell of a story. He's a great story. And as a Pitt fan, James Conner has nothing you know nothing to prove to me at all. Nothing. He has nothing to prove to me, or anybody. The guy battled back from cancer, got back into college football, had over a thousand yard season, had that game against Clemson. And there was times when he played with the Steelers, he started he started to look like the back that we all thought he would be. Where he just especially when they were going done with Levy and Bell, you know, there was games I saw Connor where he just looked a lot quicker, a lot faster. But um now it's just you know he's just and now he's just injury injury plagued, and I think probably, you know, when you battle back from something like that, it's going to take a toll on your body. I just, you know, I just don't think he's a workhorse back. I mean, they could have got Leonard Fournette to handle a lot of this. I mean, Connor could be a change of pace back. But me being a Pitt fan, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope Connor makes an asshole out of me. And fellas, you don't you don't want to look like an asshole as well when you go on your date, especially one with a hairy asshole. That's why we got manscaped. With the lawnmower 3.0, it's a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you the confidence boost for the body image. It's ceramic blade and skin-safe technology designed to reduce the nicks or tugs for your fellows down below. And of course, if you want to shave your asshole. It's also waterproof. It comes with LED lights, so you can you can manscape in the dark. You know, if the light goes, lights go out, you'll know which body part you're shaving. And of course, you know if you're shaving your asshole, <laughs> you can um, you know, if that's your thing, you know, if you like to you know, groom down there, groom over there, and of course if you like. To, also, they just released the Shears 2.0. It's got a, it's a nail kit. So you can give yourself a nice little, nice little manicure. Make your nails all look nice and pretty. You know, if you're, if you're tired of biting them all the time, just, you know, just, you, know, you can trim them. Or you can make them look good so if you have to buy on them. And also, there's also the, the Crop Reviver. It's a testy toner that's like having cologne designed for your balls. We won't judge if you catch you sniffing yourself. Well, sometimes you got to, you know, test it down there. I mean, if you're on a date, I mean, you want to make sure you smell good. I mean, you just don't know. So go to manscaped.com, 
Enter the promo code armchair. 20% off with free shipping. Go for it. And fellas, if the date just doesn't work out, hurry over to Bet Online because there's still there's some games going on. All the games are back. Bet Online has all has all the props. Anything you want to bet on. And they got plenty of season bonuses. So go ahead, guys. Sign up and get those bonuses. Go to betonline.ag, your, your sports betting experts. God, that Manscaped thing was a train wreck, but hey, it worked out for me. Uh, let's see, the NBA, you know, the NBA um, Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals are set. Denver battled back from a 3-1 deficit to beat the Clippers. You know, I was hard on, I was not too crazy about the Rockets. Well, you know, to be honest with you, I expected the Rockets to, to go out to go out and lose the Lakers because they caught the Lakers off guard in game one, I thought, and then LeBron just turned it up. And they just kicked up a notch like they did against the Blazers and just took out the um, the Rockets without, without without some controversy where Daniel House got kicked out of the bubble because he brought a girl into his, into his hotel. So Daniel House leaves the bubble probably divorced because he's married and he did the Rockets gave him a nice little contract and Well, Daniel's going to have all sorts of problems going home. I mean, if you're going to bring, I mean, if you're having an affair or whatever, doing it in the bubble where they're, where, they're, where they're heavily guarding this type of stuff is just not the, not the place to do it. I mean, your team's probably going to get eliminated in a few, you know, in a few days anyway. He could have waited it out and just went back to his wife and probably, you know, Worked out whatever he needed to be taken care of. I mean, they, they weren't going to be in the bubble for a few more days. I mean, they weren't being the Lakers. So he needed to bring a girl in. Now, the rumor was he brought in t- that, he, he, that he hooked up with Taylor Rooks. I mean, it, well, it, it, turned out, it turned out not to be true. But if he did win, if he, you know, if he did, I mean, if that was the case, I don't blame him, but... Then again, there's the whole married thing because if I if I you know because he's still cheating on his wife. I mean, if he was single and he brought Taylor Rooks, I would say give him a championship ring because he already won the playoffs. And he, I mean, he still technically won the playoffs. He would have still technically won the playoffs, even you know despite be, still being married. But he was still kind of lose because then he has to deal you know. The whole, you know, Taylor could saw this as a one-off thing, and and Daniel still goes home. Well, living in a hotel room when he comes, come, you know, comes out of the bubble because I'm sure you know, his wife is going to put him out. So, in this case, he he totally lost on this one. And if anything, he could have just at least waited a few days, and he would have been back with his wife, and he'd been fine. But oh well. But as far as the the Clippers go, I mean, this was a train wreck. I mean, for as, as, t- as much talent, as much hype this team had, they got, they were gassed in, the, in Game 7. What was very telling was the fact they faced the Denver Nuggets a day after they just finished up a, a seven-game series with the, with the Jazz. Denver should be worn out. 
but then Denver takes them to seven games and wears them out. And now they go play the Lakers. So that should be an interesting series. Um, Celtics and Heat kicked off, and Celtics lost in overtime, so not sure what happens there. Um, you know, Heat's playing really good basketball right now, and I thought that maybe the Celtics would, you know, would slow them down a bit, but it doesn't look like it. I mean, they, they, let, they, let the, they let the Heat back in that game, and now they're down 0-1. As far as the Stanley Cup Finals go, the Stars were in the Finals. They're weighing the winner of the, the Lightning and Islanders. Islanders won, so they're down two, three games of two. So we could be seeing Lightning and Stars, which is a kind of a crazy combination. Lightning versus Stars. Wow. Anyways, guys, there isn't much to talk about. You guys enjoy the rest of the week as I finish up with the uh, Don't On Call. And now I just got to help the kids with uh, with homeschool, which I'll talk about later this week if I'm on or on Monday. The tell you how that's all going. Bye. Hell to pit. Bye.